Hey there, everyone. This is Severin Henderson back again for another episode of Department 3C Presents, a podcast. Um, from getting some feedback from some people, I was informed that I should give a little bit of more information about myself before each episode, which is fine, which is cool, and I'm willing to do. You know, I feel like I'm talking to people who already know me, but I realized that not everyone knows me. So, I kind of introduced myself in the first episode, who I am, what I'm about, what I represent, but I just want to talk a little more about what I want this podcast to be about. So overall, in general, I just want to get out subjects and conversations that people aren't always necessarily happy with having, or not happy, but sometimes make conversation have conversations that are uncomfortable um, my first guests they've all been great and we've all agreed on everything well most things and you know got to talk to each other and that's kind of the route that I'm going down I'm by all means not trying to get people in here to beat them up and browbeat them I just want to talk get their point of view if mine vibes with it cool if not let's see how we can come to some sort of agreement on the subjects that we have to talk about so that's basically what I want the podcast and the format to be of course always growing always trying to get better and like I said in another, well, like one of my guests said to me in another episode, I'm just trying to get those reps up. I'm just trying to get better and better as we keep going. I wanna, I've wanted to do this for a long time and get an opportunity to speak to you all really is really cleansing for me. It really helps me out a lot in all the activities that I do I'm on social media, talk a lot on there, talk to people in person. I talk to people on my phone through texts and um, through telephone calls, but this dynamic is podcasts are kind of like living, breathing, evolving structures, like a book, you write it, that's it, it's there, that's the book. Um, podcasts always change and you have different people coming on and it just gives you a chance as the listener to see how the person grows. It also gives you as the producer or a person is putting out the content to see how you grow, see how you evolve as a person. And I think that's all a beautiful process. So that's a little bit about me. And before each episode, I'll go over a little bit more so you can get to know me better. Um, still looking for input on a good name. <laughs> the name I got is just real basic. And that's that's fine for now. But like I said, I want this to grow and become something that people look forward to hearing and just keeps on moving. So with that in mind, help me out. Please reach out to me, all social media platforms, Department 3C. Um, I'm on Department 3C at Facebook, Department 3C at Twitter, Department 3C at Instagram. And if you know me personally, you can reach out to me. My regular handle is I am Sebi on the same platforms. I-A-M-S-E-V-Y. All my friends and family, they call me Sevy. It's just real basic. So that's who I am, and that's where I would like for you to get to know me or reach out to me at. I look forward to hearing all your feedback. Oh, an email. I just have a basic email for now. It's just department3c at gmail.com. Um, you can hit me there, and let's talk. Let's conversate. Let's have a conversation. So today's episode, I have another one of my friends um, that's all I've been getting is my friends, but I have another one of my friends. He's going to talk about health and fitness. Um, we work together and he came on a little bit before me, but he showed me a lot in as far as the realm of health and fitness um, in the book, in the book. Hey, new guy um, by Department 3C. Again, I talk about workout routines and a little bit of how you can work out and how you can get better, um, how you can get to your goals as a firefighter um, or as a public safety servant overall, paramedics, um, cops, everybody. We all have a lot to lift and a lot of load to carry besides just ourselves. So I know before I, and then reading another books, I used to do CrossFit and CrossFit was good. CrossFit was great. Um, speaking with people in the CrossFit aspect, you get to meet people, you get to do a lot of things, it's, it's a great experience, but that's not the end-all, be-all. It's more to working out than just doing that. In my opinion, though, CrossFit is the closest to um, a full-body workout that we would have to do on a fire ground. 
Um, we do a lot of a lot of pulling, a lot of lifting, um, chopping, of course, um, pulling not just victims, but we have to pull seal and we have to expose fire areas. It's just a lot that we have to do. And those workouts and have and learning how to work out when you're tired. I mean, and you have to keep going and you have to keep good form as well. A lot of people think just throw form out the window and do whatever you want to do. Well, that's a quick way to get yourself hurt. No one wants to do that. So, you know, you want to keep in your mind form and fitness. So that's my little experience from working out in fitness. Like I said, just doing what I do to try and lose weight, to try and stay in a nice, uh, a decent shape, a shape good enough to, you know, be there for myself and my family and my community. That's what I'm always trying to do. But I have an expert that's going to be coming on today that's going to talk about all of those subjects. So with that being said, I'm going to let this person introduce themselves and we'll go from there. Hey, what's up? What's up? How you how y'all doing? Um, I would like to thank Seth for having me on. My name is Vince Gilchrist. Uh, I have been on department for 11 years, uh, Chicago Fire. Um, I uh, have been an instructor for around, uh, off and on, in my 11 years, about five years, maybe six. And it's, uh, like I said, he's, his book has been um, very instrumental in, uh, I think, The Candidates' Lives. He did a very wonderful job with that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I remember him sitting there watching him write it. So that was kind of cool, watching him go through that process of him writing that book. Uh, but, um, well, you know, uh, we have a conversation. We're about to get into it. We're going to talk about, you know, physical fitness, see what's up. Yep. And, um, you know, I- I'm just going to talk about the beginnings. You know, let's let's talk about uh, I'm 40 years old. Okay. Okay. And uh see this is the who I want. This is this is all that good stuff. So, yeah. yeah. I'm 40 years old. Uh lived in a few different states. Uh I'm originally from Detroit. And but, you, uh, you know we was going to get into that. That's... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know that's going down. Yeah. And um my parents my my parents wasn't big athletes. They weren't I'm not going to say athletically quote unquote gifted people, you know, whatever. Um, they did their thing. They uh, jogged in the morning. They stretched at night. They did normal stuff, you know. And uh, when I was a kid, uh, you know, I kind of remember when, um, and you can chime in here, I remember when Mike Tyson's Punch-Out came out. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. That was you know, the game. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I still remember the cold. I they, got <laughs> my ass whooped so much. What was, what was, you know, what's the call? Hit us with it. Oh, oh seven three seven three five nine six three. Okay, so now somebody's gonna fact check you and yeah, make sure that that's ahead. that's it. That's the code to Mike Tyson. Okay, I'm with that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, I remember playing that game for about three hours straight, and my mom just came in, and just basically said, "Nah, that's that's enough." She took the whole Nintendo. That's yeah, it. that's it. That's what she should have did. Go outside, you know. <laughs> And uh, I think that's what our generation is, well, not our generation. Um, I think they're in a new generation now. What's the generation what? what we Ooh, with? I'm bad with that. Um, what are we? I'm X, I think. X. I'm, I'm, I'm an Xennial. What, a millennial? A millennial mixed with a Gen Xer. Yeah. So, yeah, just the millennial generation where we, where we at now. Yeah. So. so going out and playing Duck, Duck, Goose or uh, Red Light, Green Light, whatever, hide and go seek, you know, them, those, those days kind of over for those kind of, for, for the people. Uh, millennials and whatever the case, uh, to get them going in sports, it seems like it's more expensive now, uh-huh. and it seems like it's less places to go. Oh yeah, that's you know, that's that's the yeah. parks are declining, and um, I do have a point in this. Okay, <laughs> and um, our talent pool of America is getting lower. Uh huh. We're getting less and less people that are in a readiness state to do anything. Most common thing I hear, well, I hate running. All right, well, you hate breathing? You hate using the bathroom? <laughs> you hate, uh, uh, what else do you, I mean, just normal stuff. You hate eating? Uh, running is something that you, yeah, you have to be ready to do that. Things happen. You have to go. You have to move. You have to, 
Um, something happens. Uh, what do you What do you do if a dog's gonna chase you? You gonna You gonna What are you, you gonna stop him fight? You gonna run? You gonna run? Fight or flight? That's what it is. That's the That's the same thing I tell my son. He um wants to come outside and just flip flops and stuff all the time. I'm like, what if you gotta run from somebody? What if you gotta kick yeah, something? What, what, what do you gotta do? But that's just you can't move. Yeah, right. So yeah. that's that's that was always my thinking too with with the um Jesus joggers as I call them. Which was Jesus joggers? Sandals, <laughs> flip flops. Oh, like <laughs> what? You like Hirachi sandals or whatever? Well, no, not no, even Hirachi. Oh, okay. Just regular the, the leather sandals old that man people wear pimp. all man the pimp time. Sandals, you know, old man. Oh, yeah, like on the barbecue grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it going. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, our talent pool is shrinking. Therefore, we have less Americans as a, uh, in a state of readiness for us to um, for us to uh, kind of uh, to do something. Do something. Yeah. Now you want to be a fireman. Okay. Now you want to be a fireman. You take the test. Uh, maybe you go the medic route, crossover. That's how CFD does it. When I call it crossover, I mean they become a paramedic with the job and drive an ambulance. Uh, then they put their name on a list, and then they become um, they become firemen. You know, they they become firemen. And uh, what I was getting at is um, those people that want to do that have to be kind of talented in wanting, in, in athleticism, okay? What's talented in athleticism actually mean? That means that this person should be able to endure some sort of uh, athletic prowess for an extended period of time. Okay, so what's an extended right. period of time? Well, we work for 45 minutes before we get rehab, right? Right. So let's go 45 minutes. Okay. I, I'm, I'm almost okay with 30, but we'll, we'll say 45. And doing a push-up or doing uh, just jogging around the block, there's no running on the fire scene, but you have to get that heart rate up. Mm -hmm. You know, the heart rate has to be uh, to a point where, you know, you'll be able to deal with the strenuous activities of going in the fire. Right. Uh, so you want to be a fireman, you get, you take the CPAT, CPAT is a, uh, physical aptitude test that basically is, um, nationwide now. Okay. I think it started in 2000 and, well, it's been around for a long time. I think federally they started kind of, well, Chicago, they started making Chicago do it federally in 2000, ah, please, uh, 12, I think. Okay. Chicago had to have it. In 2012, New York also has it. When we when we get to and start right. checking the notes, we, yeah. I'll make sure I add that in. No, okay. it was before 2012. I'm sorry. Okay, it had to be 11 because I remember the guys in 2012. They had to take it to get on. Okay, that class. So yeah. Anyway, um, that's about that's a few events you go through six and seven events, mm -hmm. and um, those people, those uh, candidates, what do you want to call it? Recruit recruits they have to prepare themselves for that test. The test is not cheap. It's very expensive. It's $150. Okay. We do not have a testing site in the city of Chicago. Now, it's $150 per time? Per time, yeah. Per time. Okay, so every time you take it, if you have to take it more than once, you have to pay $150. I'm hearing they have deals. Some places have deals. I don't... Like, so yeah, some people go to Indianapolis and get deals, but, you know, what? You know, whatever. It's, it's still... Um, if you're a kid trying to be a fireman in the city of Chicago, you got to go to the um, suburbs mm -hmm. and get it done. They got one on the north side. They got a couple on the south side, mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, Homewood, you know, 183rd. Those, those places, little ways to get to. Okay. You know. But anyway, so uh, the Army is, I guess they have, they obviously have a bigger pool. They are having a bigger issue, obviously, in the fire department. They started hiring personal trainers because they could not keep the um, amount of recruits that they wanted uh, due to certain ailments or whatever else they had. Or you know, uh, there's this lieutenant colonel. No, no, I'm sorry. He's lieutenant general. Lieutenant general uh, on YouTube. Uh, and he was talking about the readiness of just regular people and how when he gets recruits, they are not ready for boot camp. Mm -hmm. They're undeniably not ready. And uh, so they had to start 
when they do when they eat, they had to get the nutrition together because best believe, nutrition is seventy five percent of this thing. Okay, seventy five percent. Some people want to say eighty. You cannot outrun Popeyes. Okay. Or you can. You'll take all day. So you take all day to outrun Popeyes. You're saying you can't you can't outwork out a bad diet. You you can, but we don't have enough time. Okay. I got two babies at home. I got a wife. I don't know, you know, you, you got a wife, you got babies at home. Right. We don't have enough time to outrun Popeye's, man. So, okay. You know, I run a Popeye's sandwich at least, especially every day. Okay. We that kind of, we that kind of time. But, um, so, getting on a job, uh, you're, you're going to encounter challenges, especially in the firehouse, with eating. And they make delicious meals. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite meal at the firehouse? I, I, well, I talk about that in the book. In you yeah. know college, what they say, you go get the freshman fifteen. Yeah. The firehouse, you get the freshman fifty. Yeah. yeah. What's my favorite firehouse meal? There are so many, and then I've learned how to make so many oh, yeah, you different cook. things. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm. I kind of don't want to let everybody in on like all our secrets or the stuff we have, like on special days and stuff. Okay. But a, a regular surf and turf day is, is All right, yeah, surf and turf. for me. All right, let's, let's talk about surf and turf, right? All right, so you got a steak, right? Yep. A steak is supposed to be the palm of your hand, all right? I got decent-sized hands, supposed to be the palm of your hand. Right, we can show them on the little camera right. we got. That's here. how big your steak is supposed to be. Not the fingers. No, not the fingers. Just the, the palm. palm. Right. Okay. That's how big your steak's supposed to be. Because my steak is usually the size of my entire hand and maybe some extra fingers. From yeah, you go with 12 ounces. <laughs> that's, that's your thing, 12 ounce? Um, it was. It was. Yeah. I'm trying to trying to cut back and cut down, but yes. All right. So we looking more at six to eight. Okay. okay six to eight ounce. Actually, eight, I feel like eight's too much. Six ounce steak um, is probably pretty good. And so then you got the, the, that was the turf. Now you got the surf. What you looking at? Lobster? Lobster tail? Lobster tail. Yeah, so we're going with a four-ounce lobster tail? Yeah. That sounds good. How about baked potato with uh, uh, mashed potatoes and chives? And, with all the and, fixings? That's and, a twice base if you're going to have, twice baked if you're going to have oh, mashed okay. potatoes in there. But yeah, mashed potato, butter, sour cream, yeah, yeah, chives, yeah, yeah. salt, yeah. pepper. Now. Bacon uh, well, bits, maybe. Cheese. Okay. What and um, Sour cream. They add some frozen inorganic broccoli to the side, right? Okay, I know, I know you're big on organics, yeah. so yeah. That's usually what they do, inorganic broccoli on the side a little bit. Yeah, because then okay. when you add it with the cheese, it's like you can make it a little gourmet. Oh, you put the cheese on the broccoli. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, just saying okay. it's, right. it's, it's gourmet yeah. on your plate. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> it tastes good. You know, it's all good. So, okay, it's no way, it's no way you can be in a state of readiness to fight a fire after eating that kind of meal. You are correct, sir. It's no way. Yes. Now, this is also after you have not worked out, you have not, uh, you know, what else? Uh, eating right at home. Let's say you went on intermittent fasting. Let's say you went on a 12-hour fast as soon as you got home from the firehouse. Now, who does that? Nobody does that. Well, I, right? I do oh, that. You do it? Yeah, okay. remember right. I was doing that yeah, in the academy. Doing it. Yeah, yeah, he was doing it. Yeah. So, um, so you, you go that route. You, you got to stick to it. You got to be real disciplined. Mm -hmm. Or maybe that uh, meal is the only meal you eat at the firehouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the you once know, a day. The and once we, a day. And we have three because, you know, you have lunch and you have dinner. And then when you come in in the morning from the next shift, you have leftovers from the day before. So you have the opportunity to have three plus snacks to graze throughout the day. Every last single Oreo you can think of. Yes. Yeah. Red uh, velvet. Doubles. Carrot triple cake. Triple stuff. Mega Oreos. stuff. Mega stuff. Mega that's, stuff. That's the word. Mega yes. stuff. <laughs> I've, I've never seen that. You know rats? You know when you give a rat an Oreo, you know what they eat first? No, I don't know. They eat the middle first. Okay. And you ever seen that commercial? So you calling me a rat? No, I ain't calling that's you a what rat. I, that's what that's, I do. As you do, <laughs> you know, the commercial told you to do that because you know in the commercial what they do. They twist it open. And they they lick, eat, yeah, where you the, think they got, from, they got that from the rats? Okay. So, yeah. the, so rats put the rats put them on the game. Yeah. Told them how to pitch it, the how rats, to pitch it to the yeah, public. That's it. The rats eat that first, man. I'm with and that. So okay. anyway, um, where was I at? So when dealing with the in the uh, the readiness of, you know, I keep just talking about firemen. I'm talking about readiness of just 
doing something. I mean, look at right now. You know, you don't know when it's time to run. We've had riots all over the place. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Are you ready to protect your family? Are you ready? I'm not even talking about having a gun. Because we, we've seen on YouTube and all that types of stuff, people drawing guns on people. Are you ready to shoot this person? I mean, and drawing a gun is, is a little bit different than, you know, protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is somebody walking up on you and um, grabbing you or whatever the case they do to you. Uh, you had time to pull that gun out. Maybe the gun's in your car. You know, you, you, you have to be in the correct fitness, the correct readiness state to protect yourself and your family. Well, I was going to say depend on where you carry because, you know, you have multiple, depending on what you wear, what you have on, um, small of your back, hip, um, ankle, wherever. You have to be kind of flexible to get to it as well. Yeah, that too. That too. And then, um, so, I don't know, it's just that the, we cannot, as a uh, tribe of, of people, um, let ourselves go when we're trying to um, get something. And I mean, a tribe can mean many things. The tribe of Chicago, you know, the citizens of Chicago. We're serving, that's what we're serving, right? Right. And we got to look the part, man. <laughs> I mean, we can't, you can't just get off, you know, the rig looking a certain way. You know what I mean? So you can't and you can't get off the rig and not have your a, belly tucked we're in. A, we're, we're a public service announcement. Right. We're walking public service announcement. We're, we're, we're showing people what they pay for. Right. And, um, and uh, in a fire, your heartbeat jacks up. What they say uh, to it can be to 150 beats per minute, 160 beats per minute. Right. Yep. And just waking up, say you're at a sleep, you're rest, you're at rest, and you're sleeping in your bunk, and uh, you hear this, this uh, tones. Those tones, I mean, they put that nice lady's voice on there, mm-hmm. and she sounds halfway soothing. <laughs> but I mean, it's nothing you can really do to soften that blow when uh, you, you having to get up. Having to give up. I mean. Yeah. Your heart goes from when you're sleeping at rest, hopefully it's around 50 beats per minute. And then you just jack it up right there. Boom. Right there, it's jacked up to 60, another 60 beats. Yep. That fast. That, yep. This is before you get to the fire. Yeah, right. This is waking up. <laughs> this is waking up. Yeah. This is not even getting to the getting to the apparatus, getting to the rig. And then when you get to it, and that and that 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 screen says working fire, now it's staying there. That's even more. Stand, yeah. Yep. And then uh, on the way, you smelling the smoke outside. You know, you rolling the window down. You're like, oh, that's for real. You get in there. Then you see it. And you jack. Yep. So, um, and that's basically, I mean, after you know, the veterans, you know, you know, they calm yourself, whatever. But you knew on the job. That's what's happening. Yeah. Out the gate, that's, that's difficult to just calm yourself down. Mm-hmm. I, I know when we were teaching together, that's... It's an experience you can't really explain. You try as best you can and we even simulate. Even when we do our evolutions, we try and simulate that event, but it's hard to do. So we just kind of, you, you got to wait sometimes till you get there. So right. that's, a, that's a great example of kind of the size up overall. Like you said, you see it, you hear it, you smell it. And what's the number one killer of a fireman on the job? Wasn't it heart attacks? Heart attacks. Yep. Not that fire. Yeah, because, and you know, a lot of times we read, um, every morning at the academy, we re- read the line of duty depths for each attack. day. Heart attack. A lot of times. Heart attack. Heart attack. Heart attack. Yeah. Stroke. Heart attack in quarters. That's, that's how it reads. Quarters. Heart attack in quarters. Somebody will go out there, do their thing, everything that Vito here said, then they'll come back and have a heart attack in quarters, and it's just too late. And, um... You know, we, uh, firemen, you know, we have to take care of ourselves because I'm telling you, they're going to hit us on the head with these insurance costs. They're trying to do it with Chicago Lives Healthy. Now, Chicago Lives Healthy is a program that you get into that um, basically you have a, uh, what do you call it? You don't know, feel me, like a, like well, a program. Yes, it's a program. It cuts down on your insurance costs. Yeah. Um, or they or charge you. raise it. Or yes, <laughs> or it can raise, but they they charge a deductible, and if you participate in the program, you don't have to pay that rate. And the program is different for different people. Some people get calls, um, some people go on the computer or do a little continuing education. Um, 
it's supposed to be a good thing. It was supposed to be a good thing. Most people can be helpful. feel like, well, most yeah. people feel like it's an annoyance. Yeah, well, right. You know, you're getting, you're, you're invading my privacy. Well, here's the thing. I don't think your privacy is going to get invaded when the city is going to have to pay for you to run into a fire and then you want to have a heart attack. Right. And then pay for your double bypass okay. or triple bypass. Take a vein from your leg and put it on your heart. Right. You know, I, I think, you know, they sh you, you just shouldn't, that shouldn't be happening. Um, I know, I mean, they have older firefighters on the job. I mean, there's, there's guys that shoot. There's guys running fire, uh, uh, going to the roof at 62. Yeah, right. Cause they, they kick us off here at 63. But yeah. yes, at 62 years old, these um, men are, like you said, going to the roof. A strenuous job. They, they on the pipe. That's yeah. the hardest job. Yeah. On the engine, yeah. you know, you got to crawl in there and find it. And crawl, Second up. you have to do. Second up yeah. is difficult because yeah. you got to you gotta make sure everything is good. Every job is difficult, yeah. to be quite honest. Yeah. But, I mean, take carrying your tools. Yeah. You know, just carrying your tools to the, to the hydrant. Yeah. Now people got wagons. Um, yes, you're right. People, people got wagons. I've, I've heard of that. I haven't seen it, but I've, I've heard of that, yes. I mean, come on, come on. We, we, we got we to uh, raise our standards. Yes. So how, how do you propose we go about doing that? Uh, raising our standards, uh, physical fitness standards on the fire, fire department? Um, well, you, you're talking about in two different ways. You're talking about on the fire department and you're talking about in life. So give us both. All right, life, it starts with the parents. Um, the parents, we have to control what our children eat. Uh, when we're younger, look. Let me tell. Let me let me say something. When I when I used to get a um, when I used to get like on the B honor roll or something, my mother used to buy me a Pizza Hut pizza. Yeah. Supreme. Back in the day, because yeah. they used to give us the um, cards for reading books. Right. What, did y'all have that in Detroit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we had yeah. that in Cleveland. So. Yeah. So I I I'll get a pizza. I don't know if they had that in Chicago. They might have. But go ahead. I'm I'll sorry. I get a pizza, <laughs> a Supreme pizza once a quarter. Okay. Not because we really had no money. Is because it was that expensive. Mm -hmm. A Supreme pizza, 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 back in the day used to cost like $33. You go to the right Large. place, it's still $33. Pizza Hut? Not Pizza Hut. That's yeah, what I'm I said. You go pizza. to the, yeah, no, oh, well, yeah. like, I'm talking about here, you go to different pizzerias. Oh, yeah, nice places. Yeah, nice yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. yeah they I mean, still hit you Pizza Hut used yeah. to be a nice place. It did. We used to yeah. sit down in Pizza Hut. Right. That used to be a treat. <laughs> sit down in Pizza Hut, man. Yeah. And so, uh, so, uh, now pizza tastes terrible. Yes, I oh I can't say that. I, they might I might get a sponsorship from Pizza Hut. Oh my so bad. I can't bomb on them too yeah, bad. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Go my ahead. Bad. Go but, ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Say no, what pizza, you got to say. Pizza, all right. Say what you got to say. Um, but uh, it's just jokes. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. It's like dealing with now. I'm getting into food and how it's changing people's DNA and inorganic organic food versus inorganic organic. Some people think it's witchcraft. Some people think it's not true. Witchcraft. Yeah, people just don't believe in it. They don't believe in organic. They don't believe in organic food. No. Okay. They think they think it's just a gimmick. Okay. You know, it's a way. It's a way to sell more food. You know, whatever. More expensive food. Right. Okay. And um, even though uh, Monsanto, you know, they uh, they made the seed, they patented it, they put the round, the ready roundup in it, and that seed makes potatoes or. Corn, most times corn. Corn, yeah. And uh, that corn is, has the ready roundup in it, which the ready roundup is the, uh, the insect killer. Mm -hmm. So when the insect bites the corn, it dies. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of spraying pesticides, mm -hmm. you know. Because pesticides are way more, way, way more ex expensive. Um, uh, you look at a dollar menu or at McDonald's or Burger King or something like that, right? Uh, I don't remember. There wasn't no dollar menu when we were growing up. When the dollar, when do you remember? When do you remember when the dollar menu started? When do you remember? That's a good question. Right, right. Um, yeah, it wasn't no dollar menu growing up. It it, it had to be when I started like kind of earning money from around the house and stuff. Um, I think yeah. I remember a dollar menu like in high school. I think it was like senior year of high school. You just gave me more homework, but I'm yeah. I'm with I, that. I, I I don't remember. <laughs> I mean. When I remember fish fillet, fish fillet and McDonald's, you know, all that, you know, that was three bucks. Right. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. why did the food get everything else in in this world got more expensive, but food went down. Well, cheap food went down. What do so. you, you mean cheap food? So were you were you calling pizza? Okay, okay, like pizza, it wasn't cheap then. No, it wasn't you right. Like saying. you just said, it was thirty three dollars. But I'm saying cheap food. So what you kind of made me realize in saying that is that food quality has gone down and then price goes down. You you pretty much saying everything else goes up, but this food that I we've remember been when, going down. I remember when putting gas in your car is ninety nine cent. Yeah, I remember when it was seventy nine, and then I remember when it jumped. <laughs> and, right. and when it jumped to two dollars, we, we didn't know what to do. I was in high school then. We had to scrounge up our little change right. just to get, to get back from and your forth. Board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Subway sandwiches. When Subway came out, Subway was delicious. Yeah, it was eight dollars though for for long. Yeah, and now you get two for two. What's it? What's, what's the deal? Two I know they got five, the five dollar commercial. Five dollar for long. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, well, how 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 that work? Mm-hmm. Everything else went up. Clothes went up. Jewelry went up. Gas went up. Everything. Education went up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Education. <laughs> and food, the main thing that we need went down. Yeah. I mean, so that's letting you know right there what we up against. And that's why the talent pool uh, the, uh, readiness in this place, in the, in, in the United States, and I'm only speaking of the United States because that's where I live, is shrinking. Okay, so you said so. I asked you how, and you said it starts with the parents and it, and food it's, and it nutrition. starts with food. Yeah. So that's the because that's the how. The what parents you feed is buying, your kids? The parents is buying your food, right? Right. You, yeah. They don't bring it in the house. You probably not gonna get it. Right. Probably. Uh, okay. So, um, my kids haven't eaten any red meat, or they ha- they've never eaten red meat or pork. That's impressive. They haven't. They only right. four and five, but they haven't. That's still a, you that's know. a that's a nice amount of time. Um, supposedly, your fat cells, all the fat cells you get, are going to be from four years old, from four, zero to four. That's all the fat cells you're gonna you're gonna get. Okay. Now, what's the difference though? They get bigger. The fat cells get so, bigger. Yeah, they get bigger. Okay. As you get older, so uh, you know, and they, when they get bigger. You got a choice. You can either, let's say y'all know, let's say you're 15, you're, I don't know, 5'7", 250 pounds. That's wow. obviously overweight. Okay, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, that's normal. I mean, it's kind of running around normal. I'm, you know, but I'm anyway. not trying to derail your point, so yeah. go ahead. <laughs> but uh, so you can either, what, lose, you can lose weight, right? Right. But you're not, the fat cells are just going to get back smaller. They're not going to, they're going to go in kind of in almost in a dormant state. So these same you know? fat cells that you have from zero to four, they just grow and shrink depending on your fitness level? Is that what you Well, mean? I mean, not necessarily fitness. I mean, just well, how you eat, how you make them bigger. Okay. The chemicals you put in your body. By eating bad yeah. food. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, you know, uh, and then if you want to try to beat your DNA, right, you want to try to beat your DNA. Uh, some people have better DNA than others. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what a lot of people going to say. First, no more thing is DNA. I was born big bone. Yeah, I was born like this. <laughs> you know, I was born like this. And all right, but you can, to a point, man, you can control your DNA uh, factors dealing with your cells. Okay. You know, um, let's be real. You eat a well-balanced diet and, um, and, and, and keep yourself disciplined on your portion size. Um, don't let your tongue, your taste buds take over your brain. And start being addicted to food. Because let's be real. I don't want to be preachy in here. We're all addicts. Everybody's addicts in this room. You know what I mean? We're mm-hmm. all addicts. But it's okay. You know, I, I mean, when you got, uh, you got, well, you got heroin addicts, cocaine addicts, whatever the case, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, food is killing more than they are. Food, food is killing cocaine. So heroin. it's legal addiction. Right. It's legal addiction. And um, it was a point where I ballooned up to... 230 pounds at one time in my life. It was 230. And uh, high blood pressure, uh, pre-diabetic. Uh, my brother is diabetic right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's uh, 36. Uh, pacemaker. A pacemaker? Pacemaker. Wow. Yeah, okay. That's real. But guess what? That's normal. I mean, I'm going to say it's normal, but I mean, I mean, it's getting more and more. 
let me tell you about in, in 1980, a dialysis center was like every 40 miles. Now you see more dialysis centers than you see uh, Walgreens. Yeah. That, you see a dialysis, that is, dialysis center on every corner. That's true. You do see them more, that's more big often. Money. That's yeah. big money. Big jobs, too. Yeah. There's a lot of people work in that field. So Now, after dialysis, there's a new thing coming out called perfusionist. Can you explain that? I, don't, I haven't heard of that. Well, people, people's um, blood in their body is not moving fast enough, right? Mm -hmm. The heart issues, you know. And most of it is because of lack of magnesium. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the new thing is perfusionist. You go, like a dialysis center, you go there and they push the blood. I, I, now, I don't know. I've never seen the machine. But they kind of push the blood through your body using... Uh, this machine to do it. I mean, it's not out yet, but I'm sure... No, it's out in certain places, but I'm sure it's going to be out like dialysis centers. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. It's, it's going to be a thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, More homework for me. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. You've, you've been giving me... I'm, I'm writing it down because you've been giving me a, a lot of... <laughs> you know, it's going to be a, a thing one day. Uh, our lack of magnesium is not... In this, uh, we talk about soil. Um, you have four uh, elements, or you know, your uh, you know, your heart you got NaK, uh, calcium, and uh, magnesium (Mg). So you got sodium. Explain those to us. Uh, sodium. Uh huh. Calcium, magnesium, and potassium. K is potassium. Okay. And so uh, those four things get your pump going in your heart, right? Because mm -hmm. the heart's the pump. So right. I noticed when I was a kid, they kept saying more calcium. Put more calcium and stuff. Well, you see now yeah. a lot of juices, milk, that was their main thing, yeah. calcium, um, like orange juice especially, yeah. now with extra calcium in it. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember going to the mall and walking around the mall, they used to give give us free vitamin C tabs just, yeah. just because. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so everything, just more calcium. I'm I, I going to have to look at this, but I don't, people don't die from being calcium deficient. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they, what they do die from is um you know they you know they mess with heart attacks and magnesium gives you that relax in your blood vessel right it relaxes you right um i spray myself with magnesium you know just about every morning i use magnesium deodorant and that's another thing that you deodorant your body stuff you if you can't eat it don't put it on in your body now i thought they were taking um magnesium if you can't eat it don't put it on your body i'm sorry I thought they were taking magnesium out of deodorant now. I thought that was the big push, or am I incorrect? Um, no, I, I didn't hear that one. I thought, I thought that yeah. I read a lot that was really? um, magnesium-free. But like I said, I could be incorrect. Uh, magnesium uh, is not in the soil. You can't get it from plants anymore. But, I mean, inorganic plants. Mm -hmm. um, it's very hard to get. You got to rub it on your body. Uh, you can drink it. They got about four types of magnesium you can take. Um, uh, citrate, uh, uh, magnesium oxide, uh, you know, but, um, it's, uh, you know, magnesium is a very important part. It, it goes in your hair. Huh. Um, people losing their hair, whatever case, lack of magnesium. Maybe it's not because of your DNA, you lose your hair. Maybe it's because you lack of magnesium, you know. You might've found um, a cure for baldness, I think. Yeah, right. I think, I think a lot of people are going to think. Thank us for this, yeah, especially uh, you. <laughs> but, you know, um, DNA, I know it controls a lot of things. What they say, you say you get your male pattern baldness from your mom's father, I think. That's what they say, yeah. Yes. You get it from your mom's father. So, I, you know, I'm not saying you can't control it, but you can't. I mean, you can do your best, you know. You, know, you're you not can just go down say contribute, yeah. like help yourself. Right, and eating Popeye's chicken sandwich is not going to help. You know what I mean? That's, that's, not, that's not the thing. Okay. You know, um, uh, you ever see that meme that said the COVID and all this didn't start until the Popeye's chicken sandwich came out? No, I never seen that. <laughs> they said, they that said the they said the, they said none of this started happening until that that sandwich took over the country. Straight up, that, that's what I read. Uh, that's what I saw. I don't know how true it is. Yeah, I'm not trying of, to spread yeah, anything. That. This is allegedly. I'm just right. I'm just saying. Yeah, so you told us about those um for. Chemicals or those, not chemicals, but those four elements that we use to, oh, right, right, to right, take. Right, right. Anything else that you can suggest to us that, um, that might help us? Portion control, people. Okay, portion control. We talked about portion that control. with the palm, with the size of our palm. Portion control. Um, I know when you're cooking That's pasta, show. what they say, the size of a quarter. Yep. 
Um, uh, dry. Uh, I'm not a, you know, uh, I'm not a big dairy fan. Okay. No dairy. No dairy. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Cheese. I will eat cheese pieces. You know, that's my cheat day. Okay. You want to talk about cheat day? Now you got cheat one cheat meal. Actually, it's not actually not a day. It's a cheat meal. Cheat meal. You can't go and eat four pieces in one day. I say like, this is my day. This is my, my whole cheat. day to be bad. Yeah, yeah, that might not work out too good. Okay. But um, uh, to stay healthy, I mean, it's this is big business. You know, trying to make money. And, you know, you got to, uh, raising your insurance rates and all that, they're going to start taking the money from us. Um, we can have eight, 900 people. Not saying we do. Uh, I'm just saying, I mean, it might get to this. We have 900 people laid up. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't. I'm just saying, but one day we might. It, it can happen. You know, it can happen. Yeah. Um, there's people that are... You know, control their diabetes. Uh, diabetes, sugar. I mean, sugar just is crazy, man. They put sugar in everything. You know, they put yeah. sugar in everything. And and I got a personal experience with uh, diabetes because my brother. Mm-hmm. And he he uh, you know he's um I don't know getting kind of a little bit choked up a little bit because he. I watched him, you know, kind of go down that route. That's okay. I mean, you know that's, what that's, what we, that's what we're here to talk you know, about. I, I watched him go down that route, go down that path. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we trying to um, stop him from doing certain things. And, he, and uh, uh, have you seen, what's that movie? Uh, Try Call Quest, right? You seen that movie? Um, I, I know, but I didn't watch it. With um, Fife? You never watched No, nah, I never watched oh, it. Oh, I watched that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. More homework. Um, Man, at Q-Tip, when Q-Tip was talking to Fife, it was like, it was, it was the exact same thing. I mean, Fife would sit there and, you know, those uh, 7-Eleven pops? Mm-hmm. He would sit there and push the, the, the pop on each one and mix them all together. The big, the big, the big gulp. Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he wouldn't drink one pop, he drink like six of them. He drank all of them. I'm okay. looking at this like, this is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's that's that is crazy. That's a lot. <laughs> and he'll drink the whole thing. And he's saying on the show, on the movie, good movie by the way, uh, Q-Tip Five, rest in peace, Five. Um, Alicia E. Muhammad, uh, Jerobi. You know, don't forget about Jerobi. Jerobi is like the lost member, but he's, he's he still he still did it. Okay. Anyway, um, he uh, said, yeah, he's sipping the soda, saying, yeah, I'm I'm um, addicted to addicted to pop. And. Like you, you were just it. talking about everybody being an addict of some yeah. sort. So his yeah. wife gave him a kidney. Oh, I didn't know that on the show. I mean, on the movie. Yeah. Now I'm giving out the movie. Spoiler alert! But his wife <laughs> uh, gave him a kidney. Man, it wasn't enough. Yeah, because you know he, he, he still eventually died. passed away. Yeah, he still died. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to I mean, watch that out, as well. Giving out another body part to your uh, sibling or parent or whoever you're giving it to. Man, that's. <laughs> That's no, deep. that's a, that's a real that's a real <laughs> personal experience. Yeah. They, I've yeah re- read articles about people giving kidneys to their spouse and then the spouse leave and giving it like to brothers and sisters. Right. You and can't then, get it back, and then they die. And are you drinking on it? Yeah, and then, right, then I mean, they drinking and hanging out and not taking care of the gift that they gave you. It's not not what's up. So. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, yeah, just in short, man, um, portion control. Just start there. Okay. You know, start there. Just it's control, discipline. I know I'm using these words, but I mean that's that's what it is. And I don't, I'm not on no soapbox, man, because um, I am um, red meat free for eight years. You know, that's and, a uh, that's a nice amount of time. That's a long time. And I, I sound like you know I sound like we're in the AA meeting or something, right? That's <laughs> well, what it sound like. You know, it's, just, it's straight up. That's what it sound like. I haven't tasted pork and red meat in eight years. And uh, I ain't gonna lie, I feel better. You know, I feel better. Um, um, I I feel like um, I can do my job better. Okay. So let me ask you this. Um, what about the protein? Um, I, I know, like I said, there's articles either way. Red meat is the worst no one, thing no for one, you. No one dies from protein deficiency. Nobody dies from Unless protein we, deficiency. Uh, with the Great Depression. Well, what about from, what about from the aspect of building muscle? Some of the biggest animals on the planet, strongest animals on the planet. Name, name, name me some animals, Seth. Um, Bear. Grizzly bear, polar bear. 
um, elephant, rhinoceros, um, veggie, veggie, giraffe, strong. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just talking yeah, about strong. strong. Yeah, I thought you were talking yeah. about you big. You said building muscle, yeah, strong. Well, yeah. I was just thinking yeah. big. Okay, not giraffe. Um, lion, tiger. Okay. They eat meat. Yeah. So. Gorilla, veggie. Silverback gorilla. Yeah. So, but what about the meat-eating ones? So, uh, that's what I'm saying. Well, okay, I'll talk to you about that. Um, first of all, their teeth. Their teeth are made for cutting. Mm-hmm. They have cutting teeth. We, they don't really have molars. We have molars. That's the grind. Mm-hmm. Molars grind. They don't, they, they, we got incisors, I think that's called. Yep, they, incisors. To tear, to tear. Well, we only have four, okay? And our intestinal system is way too long to, for us to be world-class meat-eaters. Okay. The way is way too long. So... Uh, well, you got, I remember from school, you got carnivores, that's the meat, mm-hmm. um, herbivores and omnivores. Correct. And we're omnivores. Right. So we have the ability to eat both. So what about the, the, the fact of eating both? All right. Well, let me, I'll say this. When, um, back in the day when meat was scarce, I mean, it took a lot to, to catch, uh, catch meat. We had to hunt it. We had to burn calories to catch meat. Uh, now we can go to the store and buy salmon that's uh, dyed pink. Okay, so red dyed pink. So it sounds salmon. it sounds Farm like red. what you're saying. The um, it's process is too available. It's too available. Yeah, the process of us getting the meat that we wanted to eat was us burning the calories to get Thousands. there to that point. Thousands. And that was like the reward. Yeah. And now it's no reward. There's no reward. Back in the day, you're talking about in the 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever, um, pot roast. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, we, we, people had a pot roast on Sunday. Like, that was a gift. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, shoot, steak. I, I, you know, I haven't bought a steak in a long time. Well, how much per pound of steak now? Um, let's say $10.99, so $11. On sale, $8. That's relatively cheap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, that's, that's here in Chicago. I, I, to tell the truth, when I moved here and I saw how much meat prices were as compared to um, back home in Cleveland, it's, it's crazy. Like when I was telling people, they're like, bring me back a standard rib roast when you come, right. when you come back when you come oh, back you're to saying town. It's, well, it's cheaper here because we got a lot of um, butchers here, right? Not butchers, um, slaughterhouses. Well, it used, that used, used to, to be, be the case, yeah. and now it just kind of, the prices have stayed the same. But, yes, um, meat is drastically cheaper here than it is, and like spe- I said, from And, and especially Cleveland. when they're, they're dyeing the meat red to make it look better. Yeah. When they, yeah, they push the pss- yeah. through. They have to, and they, they're dyeing the salmon store. pink to right. make it more, ple- more pleasing to the eye. Yeah. Because um, it comes out white, farm raised. So... No farm raised, all organic. Um, so what about what about with with the meat that we do enjoy? What about grass fed? Um, well, yeah, yeah, what about that, that kind of beef? Yeah, I mean, each his own, man. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm saying again, I'm not. This on is no, just what you yeah, do. Yeah, I'm not on no soapbox. Okay, you know that works for me. Okay, um, when I cut out red meat and pork, I lost twenty pounds, like Dan, Danny instantly. Okay, like in a month or two months, rather. And I didn't do much working out, neither. I mean, I went, I went regular. It okay. Was, you didn't you increase? No. Nah. Just, just that yeah. change to your diet? Because yeah. it's, it's 75%. Saw results and you felt better? Yeah. Okay. Now, if you, if you eat an eight-ounce steak every day and it's working for you, go ahead. I, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's... Do you. Uh, yeah, that's kind of tough. <laughs> but, you know, um, because it takes a long time to digest eight ounces of meat. Now, now I've asked you this question before, and maybe somebody out there in podcast land will hear it and give me a decent answer. What did pork ever do to anyone? Why is pork such a no-no? Well, um, I don't want to sound like a... a Non-religious-wise. Yeah, a preacher from Islam. Yeah, yeah. non-religious-wise. Just straight nutrition. Well, pork, I mean, pigs eat. They're scavengers. They, they eat anything. Okay. You know, I mean, I think people know that. They, they live in filth. Okay. Um, they don't sweat. They don't have any sweat glands. Uh, Correct. Uh, they're eating, they eat the remains of other pigs also. 
But what about chickens? People talk about chicken like it's the best thing ever. Chickens eat the same. Yeah, it depends. Now, if you want to go free range, free range chicken. Nope, um, no free range. I'm talking about these chickens. They pump up you're with hormone. Oh, per, per I'm saying why is chicken so much looked at in so much better of a light than pork? And you just gave an example that they eat their own fill. Or what about shrimp? They talk about bottom feeders. It is. Shrimp. 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 Is, um, yeah, that's a bottom feeder. Lobster. Um, they don't sweat. They don't. Breathe, so encased. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. How is that um, better for me than? Well, you know, you got some people that say, "What you rather do? Get shot or hung?" That's you know what, what they say on that that <laughs> food documentary <laughs> yeah, yeah. on um, on Netflix. Now, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, uh, force over us. Yeah, I don't think it's that drastic. Okay, you know, what I mean, I, I really don't. Um, uh, I see it like this: If I went fishing. Because I guess in the Bible, they went fishing all the time, right? Mm -hmm. If I went fishing, how long would it take for me to prepare that fish to eat? Not long. I just go, go fishing a lot, scale yeah. it, clean out the inside. Yeah, not You, not you can do that with minimal work. tools, right? Um, a knife. You can get it done yeah. with, a, with a knife. Repairing knife of some sort, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go catch a chicken. What's it going to take for you to, to, to do that? It's gonna take them calories you was talking about, because right. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I gotta chase it and yeah, chase it then and, what? and think up a trick to 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 get it and then what? Um, well then I have to kill it. Then I have to. Well, um, you say the killing process. I mean, that's that's you need a, a knife to cut off his head, I guess. Yeah. You need a knife to take the feathers off. Yeah. And then the fish I can actually hold in my hand and probably bite it. Like a polar bear. That's what. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. Um. I, I, you know, man been making fire for a thousand years. So, you know, I mean, I can make a fire, put the fish on it. To cook a chicken, I'm going to have to get that fire hot, extremely hot. Well, you got to get the fire hot for the fish, too. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's wait, well, you got to cook chicken at, what, 300, 350 degrees, 400? Well, that's when you put it in the oven, but, yeah. you know, if you cook it in a pan, you just cook it till it's done. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but you ain't got fish, no pan. That's my point. Fish, you say you, you don't have no, you don't have no, you stone. Don't have no pan. Okay. <laughs> so we just out in the forest. You out in the forest. What you, you gonna do? This is this is yeah. what I talk about uh, surviving the apocalypse. What we will have to do. So we we gonna be in out Bible there. Bible times, they not ate, chicken, chasing chickens. They ate, uh, and I'm saying Bible times. Or whatever, I mean, whatever you believe in. But in those back in those days, they ate a lot of fish, man. That was like their main source of protein. That was the, yeah. the story, the um, fish and the yeah. loaves of bread. That was, that was easy and they, enough. And, they, and that was still a treat. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we, we hit nutrition over the head. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We hit workouts, just a, just a touch. We talked a little bit about the CPAP, um, what you had to do to get on the job, um, food increases, stuff like that. One of the major things that makes up you as a person is Detroit. You... Talk about Detroit all the time, which is cool, which is a good thing. You know, I talk about my hometown as well, but you, like, take it to a whole nother level. So, yeah, 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 because um, Detroit, man, uh, is a different kind of city, man. Detroit has uh, Detroit has uh, boundaries and woes that I feel like other cities just don't have to deal with or don't deal with. And it's gotten worse since uh, GM Ford and Chrysler just bailed. You know, not bailed, but, you know, they closed plants. So that's the big question I wanted to ask you about. How did you end up here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, uh, I always ask people, do you want to be a fireman or do you want to be a Chicago fireman? Well, first, um, I, I want to be a fireman. Okay. I want to be a fireman. I said, okay, I'm going to apply to Cincinnati. I'm going to apply to Detroit. I'm going to apply to Little Rock. I'm going to apply to Little Rock, Arkansas. I applied to Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm -hmm. uh, I applied to Chicago. Actually, Chicago was um, in Detroit recruiting. Mm -hmm. recruiting tell, me, tell me more about that. Uh, I was talking to LAPD. <laughs> I was talking to LAPD, and uh, they were, like, right next to, right next to me, right, you know, and... Uh, I walk right by him. Boom. Walk right by him. And they said, uh, hey, you're not going to talk to us? I heard you talking to him. I said, ah, yeah, you guys not you guys not hiring nobody outside of Chicago. Get up out of here. You know, or Illinois. Get up out of here. Y'all doing that. Y'all just here. He said, well, we're here. Said, All right. Sign up for the test. 
Me and my buddy actually signed up for the test. Okay. Um, drove down there one night, slept in front of the McCormick place, took the test, drove back, went to work. And next thing you know, packet in the mail, a 2000, 2016 packet was in the mail. Uh, I don't know. What I remember that? mine came. I can't remember. It two, mine a came in um, yeah. 2006. No, 2006 is when we took it, 2009, because January 10th, 2009 is when I got my interest card. So you probably got yours a little bit before me. Right. Or you might have got it at the same time, because I was yeah, supposed be to be right. in, I was supposed to be in you guys' class, and then I just got bumped to the next one. Right, right, but it might have been the same time. So, um, yeah, so I, I basically um, went, went through the process pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit's process was was tough, meaning they no one understood their process. <laughs> if that makes any sense, no one it understood makes sense. it. Uh, they took uh, fifteen people, something like that. When I was going through, it was kind of it was it was really weird. It's a weird weird situation. Chicago's process was pretty smooth. Okay, um, I, I I was very pleased with that process. Um, I know some people haven't been. Yeah, um, it's, it's different <laughs> yeah. now, and it's, yeah. you know it goes different for different people. For me, yeah. it didn't go, it go that bad. I yeah. got that card January, like I said, um, two thousand nine, and by August I had a job. Right. So, so your your class was March, so it might have just went extra smooth for you. I had a yeah. a mini hiccup in mine, but yeah. like I said, if it wasn't for that, I might have been in yeah. so, I was supposed to be in that class. Um, otherwise, you know, it's been. Um, it's been a kind of an easy transition from Detroit to Chicago. Uh, messing with the women was a little tough at first. Okay. Uh, they're a little different here. You know, that is yeah. completely true. Yeah. There's just different. no way around that. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah, that's what I say, yeah. different good. Yeah, they're they different. Yeah, no. And uh, uh, well, what was your experience? I mean, you you, you a Cleveland guy. You um, well, I, I, I talk about it a little bit. On my oh, other okay. episode, no, I, I tell you, yeah. it's just it's the exact same place. I mean, it's the same climate, it's the same type of people. Yeah, it's it's like I just moved to a bigger fishbowl. Um, right, pretty much. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just a, a fish swimming around in a, in a very similar bowl. Um, like I said, the climate is the same. The people talk the same. You got to know where to go, where not to go, what to say, what to do, things like that. Like you said, the women are a little different. Um, race relations are a touch different very here. Different. Yeah, um, very different here. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're a touch different here. It's, it's wild, actually. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, and, it's, I think uh, uh, Martin Luther King, when he came here and spoke, um, he, he was walking down, what was it Cicero? He was walking in Cicero, I think. I don't know. I haven't heard this yeah, story. Yeah, you haven't heard it? Yeah, he no. was walking. He was marching in Cicero. This was, you know, during the civil rights. In Cicero the town or in, I, I, on Cicero yeah, the street? I, I think it was the street. Okay. So on the west side. Because we, know the, me, we but, know the west side got you know, hit really hard with the riots and everything. Yeah, but he, yeah. He, um, in Cicero's a west street. He was just saying, street. this place is almost worse than uh, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like straight up. I just mean, as far as the segregation? Yeah, yeah, that part. Yeah, okay. that part. From, and, so um, from white people living to one place to black people living right. in another place. Okay. Right. No, I have to I have to look yeah, that up was, as well. He was saying that. No, I was really surprised. Um, you know, with the division in that. So I, another another episode I had um, somebody from Chicago, and I was saying like me being from somewhere else and then living here, I kind of don't have those predetermined or prejudices against an area to move to or to go to. Yeah, I didn't either. And you yeah. didn't. And we, right, uh-huh. we talked about that with each other. Um, because, be honest, I think Chicagoans are spoiled. Well, you tell know, me how. Yeah, well, let, me, because, let me hear it. Because when you call the police, they come. Okay. You call the ambulance, they come. Okay. You call the fire department, they come. Okay. Uh, you got cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. You got, what's those machines now? You shoot a gunshot at Signals? Yeah, yeah. All these things. They don't have those things in Detroit. They have 14 ambulances service the whole city of Detroit. And they're not even a part of the same service, correct? Correct. This, it's like yeah. different because fire place, does its thing and, and yeah, 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 EMS yeah. does its thing. This place is very, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a nice place. 
And, uh, you know, I guess you got some gripes. People complain about taxes and all that kind of stuff. But right. um, you're getting what you pay for. Well, that's not the that's not the same story that the media gives us that this place is nice because I have friends from back home like I never lived there. It's crazy. That place is a jungle. And I'm like, like, uh, you know, not that bad, but (laughs) it's it's three million or two point something our last census. So it's two plus something million. What's the population of Detroit right now? Right now. Ooh. It's under half. I think it's under half a million. Okay. I know. I think yeah. the last time I looked up Cleveland, it was 300-something thousand, yeah. 203. So it's and just... Detroit in, used to be the third largest city in the United States, like, 30 years ago. Yeah. Well, like you said... 35 like, years ago. A lot of the jobs leaving yeah. and everything. That's These are all, like, high-end subjects yeah. for a different show. I mean, <laughs> it was, Chicago was our little brother. At a time? At a time. Okay. Yeah. Straight up. See, that's that Detroit coming out. No, of no, Every, oh, everything from Detroit is better. Uh, no, I am. We I, talk I, about I, football. Which, Barry Sanders. What, best, best, what, best running back ever. He is the best running back ever. The, Detroit, back to back. Um, the Pistons. Best team to win a championship ever. Okay. Oh, oh, this is I what mean, you say. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> I mean, yeah, all right. These you are know, the conversations we, we have. Yeah, that's right. But I'm um, just saying, like, um, uh, Jim Brown. You, no, you got Barry. Best running back Barry. ever. You got Barry. Barry, hands down, is the best running back ever. And you know what? But you got to give Barry props because he he wouldn't pass Walter Payton's record because he had so much reverence and respect for him. Uh-huh. He just didn't want to do it off rip. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And uh, So that make him a better dude? I, th- I think so. I, I think I'm, so. Not, yeah. I'm not saying no. Yeah. I'm just, just asking. Yeah, I mean, Jordan said I was a better player because I went through the Detroit, Detroit Pistons. Okay. So, so that's because uh, of y'all. Y'all made Mike better. Yes. Okay. So, you, so Detroit contributed to Chicago's greatness. Success. Success. Yes. I'm, okay. If, if, if Mike didn't go through that process I'm with the that. bad boys, you know, he might not be Michael Jordan. This, this, is, you know what what we, this is what we argue about you know what I'm saying? You all know, the time. They, they're and, uh, nice, friendly arguments. Yeah, I remember when, uh, you know, Detroit was uh, just killing Cleveland. Craig Elo and <laughs> Mark Price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a murder show. You know what I'm saying? It was all right. Brad Daughter, you know, you know, I remember them cats, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, that was a murder show. I remember them cats, good. too. Hey, I always got to put on for my hometown no, cats. No, no doubt. They, they, they did no, it. LeBron. They supposed to. Yeah. 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 LeBron did it. Brought it back. Yep. You know what it's supposed for, to be. For a while. Where it's supposed to be. Right. For a while. Yep. We should have so. had a Carmelo Anthony. You should have had. Happen. You should have had Carmelo Anthony. I don't know what happened there. That's I, It's listen, rigged. Yeah. I don't know if I could say it's rigged, but something happened. Who's so. the number two draft pick in, in, um, in that draft? Darko. Darko Milicic. Darko Milicic. Yeah. Who was number three, four? Who's, no, who's number uh, Carmelo three? Carmelo was three. Who's four? Um, Chris Bosh. Who's five? D-Wade. We couldn't get none of those people? A, it, it happened. Well, who was seven? I don't remember Kirk who was seven. Kirk Heinrich. Okay, I didn't We couldn't get any seven. of those people? Hey, Joe D, that's another guy. That's your Detroit guy. I don't know what he was doing. He was he was out thinking himself. I don't know what happened there. But, hey, I remember my buddy, they thought for sure, even before we got the number one pick, they thought we was getting Carmelo off top. He's like, we're going to get Carmelo. I'm like, well, you know, whatever happened, happened. Carmelo just but, had an interview about that, man, saying he might have been a better player. I, yeah, we talked about that if he would went to Detroit. Yeah. I, I, they had Tayshawn Prince at the time, um, so that, that's who was starting three for him. But even if they would have brought him off the bench, he would have been better. I mean, even if they had picked D-Wade, that would have been better. Bosh would have been better. Anybody. Anybody in that draft. But Heinrich. I can't I can't talk too bad about um, – well, I don't want to talk too bad about Darko because he's like an MMA fighter now, and he's still seven feet, so he might come kick oh. kick one of us in the head. Oh, okay. Well, he's an MMA fighter? Yeah, he he did. Well, I know. Yeah, he looked hardcore. I ain't gonna say he didn't look hardcore. He, he's from um, what Serbia, Croatia. You know, so yeah. So <laughs> we talk about here being a nice place. It's rough in some yeah, other countries <laughs> too. Saying. So, well, Vito, you have done an outstanding job talking to me, and I'm sure that. I'm going to have you on again. We can have, like I said, these conversations that we have can go on forever. And I'm yeah. still trying to get people to come into the studio and hang out with me. So, yeah, we're going to we're gonna do next time we do some more fun, fun stuff. Yeah, you know, we do some more fun stuff. I don't yeah. want to beat people up too much, 
beat the ears up too much. Um, is there any way that you would like anyone to get in contact with you? Oh, well, yeah. Um, you got a Facebook, Vito Springs, V-E-D-A-U-X, Springs, S-P-R-I-N-G-S, at uh, gmail.com. Facebook, got a page. Also, Instagram, same thing. IG, um, I'll do a little DJing on the side. And, yep, that's the other thing we yeah. didn't get a chance to really get into. Tip, yeah. real quick, mm-hmm. before we get out of here, tell me a little bit about your DJing. Oh, you know, I've been DJing for about five, six years. I'm a hip-hop DJ. I'm um, learning house music, uh, Chicago house music. In, in Detroit, it's more techno. That's what I about to say. What yeah. y'all do in Detroit? I came from a techno background. Uh-huh. So here, house, techno. Uh, techno came from house. So I give all the props in the world, Chicago house. Finally, give them props for something. <laughs> give them props for a lot, man. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Just, <laughs> just jokes. But no, um, yeah. So it's, it's um, shoot, maybe we can do something. Okay. We're going to have to get a, yeah. another one of our Midwest. We're going to have to have a three-person thing. We're going to have to have a Chicago representative come um, debate with you because yeah. I'm not really well-versed in that. I'm just yeah, maybe we can, Cleveland. Maybe play some music. Oh, we can, and that's the other conversation we have. Who came from Chicago? Who came from Detroit? Who came from Cleveland? Like, they got, they talk about R. Kelly here. Well, I don't know if they still want to claim him here, but who? <laughs> and we, we got the OJs and Bone. Yeah. Oh, Detroit? Yeah, I'm uh, talking about Cleveland. That's who we got. Yeah. Who y'all got? You know what? The main person where everybody's going to say is who? Come on, Eminem. Eminem, right? yeah. Well, Eminem didn't really live in Detroit. Uh, he he kind of showed in the movie, he walked across the street. Okay. Do you remember that? Yes. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I do remember she that. Walked yeah. walked across Abraham. Okay. Detroit. All props to him, though. Wonderful artist. He cold. Yeah. But um, nice. I'm going I'm to hit you with uh, some people you might not think about. Aretha Franklin. Okay. Uh, we're going to go with Temptations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go with Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know I, I'm, I'm hitting people with that. Uh, that that's you know what, what I want you to yeah, write. Yeah, I'm not. Know, yeah. no, we ain't got no recency yeah. bias. I'm talking about yeah, all you know. time. Music is forever. It's, yeah, it's like this know. podcast is going to be forever. You know, Just so, uh, evolve and grow. You know, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm hitting with. All right. Well, Vito Springs, um, you, get, you gave him my, your information. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to say for the next time you come on? Uh, well, Seb, thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming. It's been fun. I've, I've had a wonderful time. I hope we can come back and talk about some more. You, you can get into this real banter. Yes. About things, you I'm know what I'm saying? This was more, I guess, more informational, but I had a great time. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, bro. All right. This has been a Fire and Iron Media production. You have something to say, people want to listen. How was that, Daddy?